Hello and welcome to India Startup Chat, the best podcast series on startups, investments, opportunities and views from India. Brought to you by Mukund Mohan, Ravi Gururaj and me, Lakshmi Rebecca. Here is this week's chat. Hello and welcome again to India Startup Chat. It's 2016. So first of all, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Ravi. Happy New Year, Mukun. Hey, Happy New Year, Lakshmi. Hey, Lakshmi. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year, Mukun. Ravi, Happy New Year. How, how is it in Seattle? Cold and rainy. I, I, I'm really not sure why it ever changes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no snow, no snow. Not a white Christmas. It was, it was a little bit, but not too much. There's a whole global warming thing apparently going on, right? I know. In, in Chennai, it was underwater during Christmas, practically. I think Ravi purposely asked you that question, Mukul, just to make you feel bad. And <laughs> you're always, your answer is always, it's, it's cold and rainy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, obviously, we were on a month's break, so we have some catching up to do. But first, 2016, how about we start with a few predictions? Um, Ravi Mukund, what would your top five predictions be each uh, for 2016? What do you think will be the big things that will happen this year in the startup space in India? Uh, I've got five things based primarily on different areas that I track. Number one, uh, around overall funding. I think the number of investments will stay the same, but the amount of money put in will reduce. Why do I say that? I think uh, we've gotten a lot of people that are interested now. And I'm when I talk to people here, both remotely and when I'm in India, the number of people that are interested in investing has fairly been the same. So I think the number of deals will remain the same, more or less, uh, plus or minus about 5%. Whereas the amount of money that is invested because of valuations and because of uh, a number of people willing to take lesser risk will reduce. So that's my first prediction. The second one is around uh, the areas that will get a lot more play. Uh, I think overall, I would definitely see fewer investments in this whole delivery space. Uh, Hundreds of people delivering food and uh, I guess delivering all kinds of things to your home. I suspect we'll see a lot less of that. Uh, The third prediction is a lot more consolidation by both Snapdeal and Flipkart. I believe both of them have done somewhere in the range of about three to about seven, depending on how you count them, announced acquisitions. Uh, And and then others such as uh, 197, and I think we'll get a little bit more active. So you'll see at least a 20%, I would imagine, more number of acquisitions in India by Indian companies, mostly acqui-hires and things of that nature. That's my third one. The fourth one is around B2B. Uh, B2B will see fewer investments uh, overall is is what I'm going to say, even for this year. It has been apparently, and uh, this is what venture intelligence uh, data was showing, that B2B versus B2C uh, last year was about 63% to the remainder. I don't know what percentage was unknown. Uh, And I suspect that will remain the same to go lower. In fact, B2B should go lower in terms of the total number of deals, not the amount of money invested. Why do you think so? Why do you think that there will be lower investment in B2B? Yeah, I was just going to say, the primary reason for B2B going lower is the amount of time it takes for a B2B company to get to massive scale is still large. And in India, it is getting tougher and tougher in terms of B2B. Overall, outside of India, I think the overall macroeconomics worldwide, I think, is reducing pretty dramatically, I would imagine. So I think what will happen is you'll find a lot more opportunities in consumer. Most of Indian B2B is sold outside of India, meaning that nearly 60 to 80% of all startups that I see get their customers outside of India, not within India. 
And if there's a slowdown worldwide, I suspect that is going to slow down as well, which means investments will slow down. That's my thesis around it. And then one last one I was going to say was going to be, and I'm sure that, you know, maybe Ravi can look at all of these and maybe critique them and maybe go back and forth around it. Uh, the last one I was going to say was um, in terms of uh, breakout, uh, last year we saw quite a few companies getting into the $100 million and a few of them becoming early unicorns. I think next year, my prediction is you will not see one new unicorn come out of India. So where we are right now is seven or eight, and that will remain by the end of 2016, it'll be the same. Those are my predictions. And do you think that's related to uh, the amount of investment coming in? Say that again. What do you mean by that? You know, like you mentioned that you expect a slowdown in valuations and, and you know, you expect low valuations and you expect a uh, slowdown in investment. So do you think uh, this, this your prediction about how there might not be any new unicorns in 2016 is related to those two? Uh, I think they may be related, but really, honestly, I think more than anything else, there would be a digestion uh, phase more than anything else. I think to me, a lot of companies have been invested in and now they're going to take a little bit of time to digest and just figure out where things stand. So I don't think valuations. In fact, right now I'm going by also a couple of other things that are happening globally in terms of a slowdown. So I think that will reflect in India. That's the reason why. Ravi, what are your top five predictions for 2016 in the startup space? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try and give you five uh, up, up, predictions, and then I'm going to give you five, you know, kind of things I think will slow down, right? Uh, so I think mobile-only ventures will start to see those emerge out of India. I think it'll be interesting because uh, people will be lured by the growing smartphone population, and uh, they'll be very uh, excited by that. Uh, I think uh, women entrepreneurs uh, will be a second area where we'll start to see, uh, you know, lots of ventures launched. I think it'll be a function of both uh, more women jumping into the pool and I think uh, funds that are focused on women okay. that, that will be emerging. I think that'll be a, you know, again, a, not a huge tectonic shift, but it'll be a very important shift, you know. Uh, the third, I think, is Indic languages. I think you'll start to see a lot of, uh, uh, you know, push towards uh, content that's in Indic languages mm -hmm. because, you know, that again, it's a reflection of the smartphone population that's going beyond the 130 million that speak English and understand English well. Uh, you'll need to start pushing on those fronts. Uh, I think industrial IoT uh, will be another area where we'll start to see a, a lot of changes, you know, uh, and I think... Uh, we'll start to see uh, industrial IoT companies coming out of India that are very interesting because I think it's an area where, uh, you know, I think B2B, while it will be a B2B play, uh, I think the industry will be receptive only because there aren't any incumbents. Uh, there isn't, uh, you know, uh, and there's the need for it in some sense. You know, there's a little value that can be delivered near term and, uh, I think that'll be an area of growth, you know. So tell me, Ravi, just to interrupt your thought uh, a second there. In 2015, if you were to just look back, what is a great example of a company or a startup in the industrial IoT space? Uh, you know, you've got a few. You've got Covaxes, you've got a couple other ones like that that are doing things, but there aren't they aren't like some standout companies, right? We've had a few car IQs trying it in the automotive space, you know, uh, but we haven't had that thing, uh, a, a breakout company yet. I think that's due <laughs> in okay. some sense, you know? So I think the last prediction I have for 2016 uh, is that I'm hoping by the end of the year, 
we see a truly breakout app. Uh, I can't predict what sec sector it'll be in, what app it'll be. I'm hoping we'll see a truly global breakout app come out of India on the mobile side. So, you know, just to summarize, mobile only, Indic languages, women-led on uh, ventures, IoT industrial side, and uh, I'm hoping a breakout mobile app. Those are the upside predictions, let's say. Okay, and, and what are the downside predictions? You know, I share some of the slowdown skepticism Mukund has a little bit in terms of, I think, you know, he's right, the number of deals might be the same. I think the quantum will go down. I even think maybe even the number of deals overall for the year may go down a bit because I think some people sit on their hands for the first half of the year, uh, not just to mature their companies, but also just to watch and wait and watch uh, so that they don't get caught on the wrong side of the fence, right, on some of these deals. Uh, so I think you'll start to see a little bit of slowdown there. I think you may even see a little slowdown on the angel side, uh, you know, because I think you've tapped into the low-hanging angels in some sense, those that are, uh, you know, uh, ready to jump in or were ready to jump in or already had jumped in. I think you've got to the next level also now and tapped into them. They've seen a couple of things. Uh, some of the slowdown on the VC side will reflect on them too. Uh, some of the, let's say, uh, the froth going away <laughs> will, will, will slow them down. I think you'll start to see a couple of areas I'm concerned about. Maybe crowdfunding hits a roadblock, regulatory roadblock. Uh, who knows? You know, I'm hoping that uh, you know the, the the regulations the uh will will get eased there but i i'm not sure uh you know consumer iot won't i think uh you know there are several many many companies now trying consumer iot out of india i think that will still be a slog i think uh, people will have a hard time getting to scale there and getting to really refine product i think uh uh, Mukund said earlier B2B, I'd actually specifically say SaaS products will still have to bootstrap for the most part out of India. Uh, I think, you know, and that might be a good thing, uh, which is entrepreneurs just have to build a company based on the core value prop that they can deliver to their consumers, their users, right? As opposed to expect big funding, because I can't see, you know, VCs require 100 plus million dollar companies to come out. It's hard to see that happening in the near term out of uh, any of those new crop of companies, you know, with a few exceptions. So I see that slowing down. Uh, and then, you know, I see ad tech, groceries, <laughs> food tech, you know, on-demand services, uh, the trucking companies. All of those have now got a healthy number of people funded. Uh, so I see, you know, some shakeout in each of those areas or slow down. And, you know, you'll start to see some of those... Uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe contract and, and uh, it might become a winner plus one or two take all game, right? Which is probably likely in all of those segments. Okay. So I have a question for both of you. Um, is there a space in which you think uh, investors will be most interested in in 2016? Yeah, so my, my predictions would still be the same ones I predicted earlier, right? Which is Indic languages, you know, commercial slash industrial IoT, uh, you know, mobile-only ventures, you know, I would still bet on those okay. uh, in 2016. Okay. What yeah. about you, Mukund? Um, I was going to say that the two areas that I think will get a lot more traction than maybe before would be people doubling down on investments that were done in 2013 and before that uh, I think a lot of people did a few, quite a few investments in niche uh, sort of uh, uh, 
you know, e-commerce ventures, which I think would probably be with the anticipation that they will get uh, a lot more people. There are two two reasons for me to say that. Niche e-commerce, I think, will continue to get a lot more funding. And the areas that I'm going to be not so positive on are actually surprisingly different from the one that Ravi said. I'm actually not too positive on industrial IoT from India for at least another three to five years. Uh, I think the only company I could think of actually IoT that, uh, or maybe a couple of others, Bizad Altizen, which is in Pune. Uh, there are a couple of others as well. There's one that does refrigeration-based cold chain systems IoT in Chennai, I think. But other than that, I think IoT... It's going to take another three, five years, even worldwide, I would imagine. Uh, IoT in the meanwhile in the U.S., I was just out of uh, reading a lot of the stuff from the CES. A few of my friends had sent me updates. Seems to me that IoT has been a little bit more on the pause. Connected cars has taken off and then drones and variations of drones seem to have taken off as well. But I don't think those are relevant for India yet. So I suspect more than anything else, niche e-commerce is where you're going to see a lot more investments that have been made in 2013 and so on is where people are going to continue to double down. And a lot of people, uh, another thing that is not a prediction particularly, I think a lot of people will shut down. I think you'll see at least twice the number of companies uh, wrapping up, shutting down, laying off as you did in 2015. People like Zomato are going to only uh, happen more frequently, not less. It's already happening here in the US, by the way. At least five companies that I know of, including Mixpanel and um, even the delivery company, um, uh, a couple of delivery companies here are all starting to lay people off. And I think that will happen more in India as well. Yeah. So Mukun, just to clarify, in terms of industrial IoT, I actually just, I, I'm not suggesting that these will be global companies per se, but I think in the India context, there's a lot of value that can be delivered. And I think that will be the first place where we'll see IoT having its impact, I think, in this year. Uh, I agree with you, it may not be an energy or a smart uh, car company that comes out of India, but there'll be areas, energy, you know, infrastructure, logistics, where we will have some of our IoT companies have impact. Well, okay. I think one of the things I'm sort of hearing loud and clear from what both of you have said is that 2016 is going to be a year that's going to test the tenacity and perseverance of a lot of startups and entrepreneurs. So, uh, I'm sure a lot of learning will come out of that, especially sort of, I think uh, new newer startups will, will probably have a stronger foundation that way that will help them when they get to scale and when, when the you know, purse strings do loosen up again. Lakshmi, I have one more prediction for 2016. Okay. The rich Ravi Gururaj becomes even more richer and the smart Lakshmi becomes even more smart. Come on. Yeah, because he's got, uh, he's got a startup of his own now that's been all over the press. No, 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 no. Listen, I am going out trying to get the press at all, okay? I mean, we're, we're, the press we're actually, just follows you, Ravi. We're, we're actually trying to build slow, properly, you know, get a good customer base going, get the integrations built, right? So, you know, we hope we'll obviously have a good time in 2016. It's a big, big, big important year for us, as, as is any first year for any startup. Absolutely. Okay, so talking about startups, um, top 10 startups to look out for in 2016. Right. Ravi, I think you're like ready to go with that. You've got a list there of a few names. Yeah, so, you know, I'm going to break the mold here and actually go with startups that are really grown-up startups, okay? Why is that? Because I'll tell you, it's to the point I think Mukund made earlier also, which is I really think, uh, you know, some of these companies are really going to consolidate, they're really going to focus, they're going to start to really focus on cons delivering consumer value, profitability. You know, they're going to have to uh, figure out, you know, their business models, you know, because 2016 is going to be an important year 
inflection year possibly, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd pick, you know, the top five startups in our ecosystem, honestly, and I'd be watching for what they do mm -hmm. because they'll be a bell, uh, you know, kind of a bellwether mark for all the rest of our folks, okay. right? So Flipkart, Big Basket, Paytm, Ola, and Quicker. Those These are, are the five. five top startups to watch. In, they're in already on top. You're right. They're very grown No, but, but, but I tell you, the rest of the ecosystem is going to watch them. Uh, I hope they all do well in 2016 because that will harbor well for everybody else. Okay. If, you know, any one or two of them falters, if they're unable to raise, if they're unable to meet their investor expectations, everything, it will, it will have cascading effects that are bad. I, I think they're all set to become leaders and they're all already leaders. Uh, I hope they consolidate well or during 2016. That's, you know, I'm watching those companies closely. Okay. And what about you, Mukund? What would your top five be? I would say the top five for me uh, are going to be a little bit more mature companies. Uh, and I think those are companies, I'm actually going to go with companies that have been started 2012, 2013. That's the vintage that I'm going after to a large extent, or maybe even a little bit before that. Uh, companies that have been started 2012, 2013. That's very similar to Ravi's list. Okay, safe, guys. Both of you are playing safe, not fun. No, I think uh, the chances of, of a company, the chances of a company, I, I understand about your question about being safe, but I think the chances of a company really taking off this year, I'm going to say, are going to be very, 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 very difficult. That is not to say there won't be any, but I'm going to see far fewer companies that have been started in the last year that are suddenly going to come out of left field uh, that will say, hey, we have, we've, done, we've done phenomenally well. I think uh, in India, what I've noticed it, having been there for about seven years, it takes, I'm starting to see companies that I first came and heard about in 2008, 2009, Practo and so on, are now starting to really show their, show their stripes and earn their stripes, right? So it just takes a lot much longer. I think that's one of the reasons why you're going to hear a lot more about companies that that we probably heard of in 2010, 2012, 2013 that I had met before, and now they're starting to really do well. So I'm going to go with uh, Urban Ladder for sure. Freshdesk, I think, is going to continue to do well. Chargebee, I think, will do extremely well. Chargebee, these are, the two of them are B2B. And then on the B2C side, I think the company that I'm really keen to learn more about is uh, Goki, which is Vishal Gondal's company. I think this might be their year of either making it, breaking it, and, and making it really to the next level, taking it to the next level. And excuse me, and another company that I think uh, I really like, I'm hoping that they uh, continue to do very, very well and and start to start to really increase the valuation footprint, et cetera, would hopefully be, again, in the health space, Healthify Me, uh, that was, uh, they, they did good work. They started in the 2012 kind of time frame. I'm hoping that they would actually do very well. So those are the five. Okay, those are your five, at least one in the health space. All right, so on that note, I think it's time to look at the question that we asked in the previous episode and to see if we have any winners. The previous episode was about... Uh, mentors, you know, choosing and, and working closely with mentors or finding the right one and benefiting from, a, from mentoring. And the question we asked was, how would you compensate a mentor? We got a few answers, particularly on Twitter. Um, but uh, I think this time we don't have a winning answer. So we're going to let that one pass. And we're going to ask a question in this episode. And of course, uh, uh, the the winning answer gets uh, six months worth of Goki goodies. So they are our uh, lifestyle partners. So the question of the week, um, 
I would say is this. Which of the 10 startups that we listed would you bet on if you were to invest in and why? Right, so the list was uh, Flipkart, Big Basket, Paytm, Ola, Quicker, Urban Ladder, Freshdesk, Chargebee, GoKey, and Healthify Me. All very exciting bets, but which one would you bet on if you were an investor and why? That is the question of the week. We should all just take uh, Lakshmi, Ravi's money and bet all of Ravi's money on these companies. I'm telling you, put the money where the mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You'll make a few pennies back, that's for sure. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, with that, it's the wrap uh, of the first episode of 2016. It's exciting to be back on air or rather back on the internet with our podcast series. And uh, we look forward to having lots of conversations with each other and with all of you in the rest of the year. Great. Thank you, Lakshmi. Thanks, Ravi. Thanks, Mukun. And that was this week's India Startup Chat podcast. Get in touch with us on Twitter. The handle is at InStartupChat and on our Facebook page, India Startup Chat. Send in your feedback, suggestions and send in lots of retweets and likes. Talk soon, guys. Bye.